Lisa Jeannie Cisco Meth, and I want to thank you once again for joining me. It's Friday for me. I don't know what day it is for you when you're listening to this, but I was thinking today. I have I have an 18 year old son that lives with me. He recently moved back in. He got a concussion while he was away at college playing basketball. He's seven feet tall, and so he had a full ride scholarship and. And got injured and came back home. And so he came back over Christmas. And it is now towards the end of June uh, for this recording. So he's been been with me for a few months now. And he got a job down at, at um, Walmart. We live close to a Walmart. He's a cart pusher for Walmart. And the other day we were talking. And he's, he's wanting to find... He actually just recently, just a week ago, got another job as a host at Applebee's. And so we were talking about his career path, right? <laughs> That's what parents do with their kids, talk about their career path. And we were, lo- we were sitting down. I've always taught him how to make decisions because he's the one who has to live with the consequences of his decisions. And I would much rather him learn at a young age when the price tag is really small learn at a young age all about consequences and you know cause and effect and so since he was a little kid he's been making many of his own decisions with parental input so the other day we sat down and he's like mom help me figure out what to do where I want to go and so we were talking about you know, what do you like about Walmart? What do you like about Applebee's? And in the back of my mind, I was pretty sure that he liked Applebee's more than he liked Walmart. Because I know my son, we talk and and he's a very social person. He loves being around people. He loves interacting with people. And whereas cart pushing, he doesn't really interact with anybody. He he sees them, but he doesn't really talk to anybody. So anyways, long story short, by the end of the conversation, he was like, you know what? I, I like them both. One, I like Walmart because it's physical. And he's very much like me. He's a very physical kid he likes likes doing things and said I'm getting stronger because I'm I can push more and more cards and then he got in trouble because he was pushing too many cards <laughs> so anyways but he also he really enjoyed he really enjoyed Applebee's for exactly the reason that I was saying he loves the social interaction and talking to people and and he just loves that social environment but I thought what a neat tool to possibly give to you guys I don't know if you have you know sat down and thought about how do I make decisions or do you just take them as they come I know a lot of times people you know consider the big decisions where do I want to go to school where do I want to live who do I marry well sometimes not always the who do I want to marry but the big decisions about career, people will sit down and take time and they'll weigh the pros and cons and they'll say, okay, what's good about this career and what's good about this career? And then they'll, you know, they'll match them and hopefully they find a career that has everything that they need and a bunch of their wants. However, every job does have its icky sides because that's the balance part, right? That's the comparison part. 
Um, I absolutely love what I do. I love professional speaking. I love, um, you know, creating content and helping people tame the bully between their ears. I absolutely love it. However, I have to do sales. <laughs> so that's the part for me. I know how to do it. I'm getting much better at it than I was when I started five years ago. But that's that's the not fun part. I love the part where I'm teaching people. I absolutely love to be a teacher and an educator. And I also love learning. So I love um, engaging my audience and talking with them and engaging them. I am not a stand in front of people and just lecture. I know it may seem that way because I have this podcast, (laughs) but I absolutely love um, getting feedback. And so I love it when you guys write to me, you send me an email you say, hey, Jeannie, I, I loved episode such and such. Or, you know, that, what were you thinking on, on episode number six? Because I was confused. <laughs> Those things happen, right? So thank you so much for your comments. Please keep them coming. Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com. That's my email address. Keep those comments coming. But I wanted back, I digress, back to uh, making decisions and Do you weigh the pros and cons? I hope so. Most people do. But my question for you is not the big decisions. Most people make pretty good big decisions because they sit down and they take time and they weigh the pros and cons. My question for you is what about the day-to-day habits that you're executing every single day that you're doing that you're not even aware of? Those are the ones that have the largest impact on you. Let me explain why. Think of a stick figure with a really big head, okay? And this really big head is divided in half. On the top half, you have the conscious mind, and on the bottom half, you have the subconscious mind. Now, if we were together, I'd be able to draw it for you, but I can't draw it for you, so you're just going to have to envision it in your mind, and I know you've got a great imagination. So stick figure with a really big head cut in half, um, conscious mind on the top, bottom, and then on the bottom is the subconscious mind. In your conscious mind is where your thoughts, um, everything that you're conscious of. You know, you look at somebody, you make a judgment, um, you're aware of what's going on around you, whether it's warm, whether it's cold, whether you're hungry, not hungry, the taste of things, what you're listening to. That's your conscious mind. It takes in about 40 bits of information per second. Okay, 40 bits of information per second. Now, the subconscious mind is the daddy. The subconscious mind is the one that will make or break you every single time. Why? Because it can can um, glean 40 million bits of information per second. That's 40 million bits of information per second. It is taking in every single thing around you and it immediately is stored in your subconscious. There's a filter. Remember I said draw a line across across that big head? That line represents the filter. There is a filter for the conscious mind because we accept or reject ideas. The subconscious mind, everything goes directly in and it stays there and it's recorded. 40 billion bits of information. Oh my goodness. 
The other part of that is the subconscious mind runs the body. Okay, so think about breathing for a moment. Okay, you just held your breath, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, that's typical. So when you start thinking about breathing, you become very aware of it. You can hold your breath, you can breathe faster, you can breathe deeper. But when you're occupied with other things, you, your subconscious kicks in and reminds you to breathe it just takes over breathing takes over digestion and the blood vessel dilation or constriction or you know the the filtering of your blood how to move your body I know all the muscles in the body and I still don't tell my deltoid to lift at 10% with 20 of its fibers I don't tell my gluteus maximus you know to to step harder as I'm trying to go upstairs I have no control over how much of my muscle or I have no conscious control. Let me rephrase that. I have no conscious control over what muscles are used to move my body. My subconscious does all of that. It does that impeccably. Now, if you've had a brain injury or some trauma to your head or some nerve damage, you've had to relearn right consciously had to relearn and teach your subconscious how to run your body again it's quite a daunting task when I go over and pick up a five pound or a 25 or a 35 pound weight or when I was in my younger days in a bodybuilder picked up a hundred pound dumbbell I didn't tell which fibers to to contract and how much to contract my subconscious mind does all of that now you may be asking yeah cool genie what does this have to do with decision making i'm so glad you asked the reason we're talking about it with decision making is because you need to know the power of your habits you need to know the power of your subconscious mind your habits are exactly where you end up I'm sure that you've heard, you know, you have a thought and then that thought becomes, you know, uh, you say it or it becomes an action and then your actions becomes your habit, your habit becomes your lifestyle, your lifestyle becomes your destiny. It all starts as a thought that then you take action on that then becomes a habit. When it hits that habit stage, that means that you are no longer consciously consciously aware of what's going on habits are stored in the subconscious some people call it the unconscious but it's the part that you're not aware of and so as you are dealing with things you'll have filters and you have programs habits or programs that were set into place when you were very young and so that's why decision making on a day-to-day level is so important What did you eat for breakfast this morning? What route did you take on the way to work? Was it the same that you always take? What clothes did you put on? Did you think about how you tied your shoes if you tied shoes? Those things, except for the getting dressed, you'll probably thought about what clothes to wear for the day, depending on what your activity level was. But the tying your shoes, the brushing your teeth, the what you ate for breakfast, how you drove to work. Oh my goodness, so many people get in their car and shut off their brain because they drive the same route every day. Have you ever, I used to be a driver's ed teacher, I used to watch all of the statistics day after day, 
I used to see all of those films, and it's because people are running subconsciously behind the will. And so I invite you to start being more aware of what you do every day and why and how you do it. Take a different way home from work today or drive a new way to work. Wherever you live, there's probably multiple ways to get there. Even where I lived, where I grew up, in the in a dairy farm in the middle of nowhere, our nearest neighbor was three miles away, we still had two ways we could leave our house. We had the front driveway up the hill, and we had the back driveway up the back hill. And then it would take us in totally different directions. Then from there, we could turn left or right, or off the front hill, left or right. And then we could go up and loop around. So I think you're getting my point, yeah? There's many ways that you can go. Why did you choose the way you went this morning? Or did you just go that way out of habit? I know that many times people, you know, will will say, Oh my goodness, how did I get here? I know I've said it before. Not anymore, thank goodness. But all of a sudden they'll say, Whoa, how did I get to work today? What that means is that your conscious mind was preoccupied by something and your subconscious was running your body. It was driving you to work. Thank goodness it got you there safely. It doesn't always. Or think about um, uh, something that you did yesterday. You know, did you eat your breakfast and actually pay attention to what you were eating? Or did you... um, sit and just look at your at your phone it amazes me how many people will I'll take my family out to dinner sometimes and we'll be sitting at the dinner table and our rule is whether it's at home or out in public no phones when we're together as a family for meals and I'll look around and notice other families all of them are in their phone and I always wonder I wonder if they're texting each other but they never are they're usually talking to other people our world has become become so disconnected from others and we are in such a habit of going to our phone for everything and so I invite you over this next week to just wake up a little bit more to pay a little bit more attention and to start thinking about the things that you do daily that affect and impact you that maybe you weren't even aware of before have you gained a little bit of weight recently what are you eating Are you exercising? Are you making sure that you're expending the amount of calories that you're taking in? Are you eating healthy? Or once you started down that path of eating non-healthy food, did it just balloon and get out of control? What about your relationship? Is it the one you want? Are you happy with it? Or have you allowed certain things to slide and let go? Recently, um, a friend of ours got divorced. Lawrence and I have been married almost 15 years. I've been through that divorce thing as well as he has. Now we're very, very happily married. But we're very conscious of how we live every day with one another. How we treat each other every day. People think that we've just gotten together or just married because of the way we behave. It's been that way since we were dating. They were like, oh, are you guys just dating? Yeah, well, wait till you get married. That's going to fade. And we made the conscious decision to make sure that it wouldn't. 
because our relationship is very, very important to us. We have been through divorce. We know how devastating it is. And so we've made the conscious decision to be conscious throughout our relationship, to make sure that we're paying attention to how we're treating one another, to make sure that we're paying attention to each other's wants and needs and desires, as well as our own. It is not your spouse's responsibility to make sure that you're happy. It's your responsibility to make sure that you are happy. Life is not about what happens to you. It's about how you respond to what happens to you. So if you ask your spouse to do something for you and they choose not to do it, you choose how to react. So are you reacting appropriately? Are you giving people space to make decisions and letting them know what you need and want. I know I'm giving tons of information in this. That's okay. You can listen to it again and again and take lots of notes, okay? But are you giving them the space that they need? Are you asking for help and then allowing them to say no? Or have you put your needs on hold so many times that now when you ask for help and they say no, you get irritated? That's your fault, not their fault. You need to be asking for the things that you need. You need to be letting other people know that, hey, this is where I want to go to dinner. or This is where I want to do things. Oh my goodness, so much information today. And I want to thank you once again for joining me. And I want to invite you to pay better attention to your decisions and what you do. I want to invite you to start living your life consciously instead of unconsciously. Again, thank you so much for joining me. Send me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com. Bye for now.